The motorsports world is where legends are made, the unthinkable happens, and barriers are broken. One man harnesses the power of an industry every week. This is the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor, with Jim Beaver. Welcome to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And I got to tell you, we are coming out swinging today. All killer, no filler. That is right. We got guests slam packed into every segment of this show because we got a hell of a lot to talk about. And uh, I don't know if two hours is going to be enough. Welcome to everybody tuning in, whether you're tuning on Sirius XM Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio, the Sports Byline Network, our our good friends at the American Forces Network, Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, DownAndDirtyShow.com, all our local affiliates, anywhere you're getting the show. Thank you for joining us once again because we have two hours of motorsports talk like you don't get anywhere else. And let me tell you, today we are uh, we're throwing on the off-road hat a little bit to kick off the show. Hour number one, yeah, we're dedicated to off-road. My Roots, and we're going to be talking about ERX Motor Park. Yeah, that's right, Champ Off-Road. They brought the first short course race of the year to us, and we're going to have all the details locked and loaded. Tiffany Stone was on site at the race. She's calling in, and we're going to dissect everything that happened at ERX. And more importantly, in the first two segments, her and I are going to break down, yes, the 10,000-pound gorilla in the room, the new Ford. Bronco. It is out. It is in the wild. We finally saw it. And I got to tell you, we dedicate an entire segment to talking about the big, bad Bronco. We finally, after what, 96, 2006, 2016, we're almost at 25 years since a Bronco has been in production. And yes, we are finally getting another one. And we are going to talk about it. Bet your ass we are. And, uh, you know, not only that, we've got my good friend Robert Loire, factory Polaris Razor racing driver, coming off a big victory for Polaris there at ERX Motor Park. We got him on the show in hour number one. Shifting gears, hour number two. We had Formula One, NASCAR, IndyCar, Off-Road, you name it, it was in action. NHRA, too. Yeah, it was in action this past week. So Chris Leone and I, we got two segments, kind of one, two, of power rankings. We Plus, we've got a lot of news from the world of motorsports. Chris and I will dive into that. And then to cap off the show, we are pulling one from Project Action over here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. We've got a couple of girls that just absolutely kill it in Formula Car Racing. The Al Cabasi sisters are here on the show calling it live from the uae this is going to be one great show you don't want to go anywhere we got a whole lot more to come here on the general tire down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor whether you're looking for a tire that balances high performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind general tire has you covered from the all-new g-max rs to the grabber atx no matter what you drive general tire will get you where you're going learn more at GeneralTire.com. general tire cruising with the down and dirty radio show since 2012 want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you, but you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. 
I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode beam patterns and rgbw accent lighting with adapt it's easier than ever to own the night looking to have some fun on four wheels dirtfish rally school has you covered packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at dirtfish just 30 minutes outside of seattle and snoqualmie you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high octane rush of rally on mud dirt and tarmac get started today and call 425 425- 888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I guess I should say the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome uh, one of my guests. We're coming out swinging this week, right out of the box, bringing in Tiffany Stone, because we got a ton to talk about. We're going to be taking up the first two segments of the show. Obviously, slam-packed show today. we got uh, a massive dose of power rankings. Got Robert Loire, one of the winners from uh, from ERX there in, uh, you know, in uh, Minnesota this weekend. And also, uh, uh, we got uh, the Cabasi sisters from, uh, from uh, the UAE. They're going to be calling in, talking about some Formula car racing. But... Tiffany Stone, you and I, we got a lot to talk about. Obviously, the 10,000-pound gorilla in the room is the Ford Bronco. We will get to that. We are going to fast-forward through ERX. Normally, we wouldn't fast-forward through, uh, I guess, the kickoff to short-course season, but I feel like the Bronco is the bigger story right now. So let's talk ERX real quick. You are on site with Vision Wheel. Man, you want to talk about uh, a stacked entry list in just about every division. I mean, short-course is back, finally. Uh, how were things? I mean, Champ Off-Road, it was their first, uh, I guess, their first event ever in the off-road space. I think they did a uh, maybe UTV race last year or something, but uh, really kind of this is their first big step into the world off-road how was everything i mean obviously racing good you know fans in attendance uh how was that obviously with uh covid going on and everything give us uh give us the breakdown uh no everything was great you know hats off to uh champ off-road for doing a great job and obviously kudos to the announced team for being able to go through with everything um overall it was pretty good i heard everybody was excited from a driver standpoint fan and you know enthusiast standpoint overall 
Uh, and a big, big thank you to the Carlsons at Carlson Motorsport for just making sure that everything was tip-top shape. You know, they made sure there were social distancing spots out on the lawn, that there were different areas. I mean, even the Cooper Tire girls that were there, you know, they had their own circle so they could be able to talk to people right then and there. But it was it was a great event. It felt really good to be back outside, to be like, I mean, it was humid and I kind of missed it, but didn't really miss it. But it was just nice to be back out of track with people, with fans, all, you know, doing social distancing and stuff like that. But just out there and just it was nice can, can can you tell i'm excited i was rambling a little bit about it but just excited about everything yeah i you know you're excited i'm excited i i tuned into the live stream i know they had some struggles with friday but they got it all fixed up for saturday um you know i guess a big story coming out of the weekend obviously uh pro four tiff you know i've been calling short course for uh last three or four years you know what i mean this was the biggest outside of Crandon Labor Day last year, the biggest Pro Four race I can remember in at least a handful of years. And it doesn't matter if we're talking Midwest, West Coast. I mean, uh, Pro Four, we finally got a uh, a division with enough trucks where we don't know the winner. No, you're absolutely right. And Kyle LeDuc came back, and and that kind of threw some things in there. And you know, it's just a different face, a familiar face, but a different face from the last few years except, you know, out of Labor Day Crandon, where there's a handful of drivers that come from the West Coast as well. But it was cool. It was a different race. You never knew what was kind of going on. And usually it's the CJ and Johnny kind of show, and they're great drivers as well. But usually we could figure out who was going to win or who was going to podium or at least be in the top three. But this weekend, it was kind of cool. You saw something come a little bit different. Kyle Duke just drove like his life depended on it, it seemed. There was no catching him. Um, moving from like second to fifth, there was a lot of action going on back and forth and everything like that. So it was cool because you even saw the growth of some drivers and not that he needs a lot more growth, but even Andrew Carlson, you know, there's a moment he was in second, then kind of went back, but then pushed his way to finishing second over CJ Greaves, which is a feat in itself, you know, and, and so a big uh, congrats to Andrew Carlson as well. Yeah, you know, and I think honestly, we got a lot. You know, we we could probably do an entire show, you know, just talking ERX and and what we saw. But you know, that's a good point with Andrew Carlson. You know, he you know transitioned from snowcross into short course. Obviously, worked up his way up through the divisions. We've seen him in Pro Four before, but I feel like I you know he was always one of those guys. Eh, he might be able to sneak in and win a podium, you know. And that was kind of up until this year. That was what the thought was around Andrew Carlson. That's no fault of his own. He just hadn't put enough time. But after what I saw at ERX, I go, look, this kid's here to play. I, I think he can factor into that win equation, you know, here here this year. And that's got me excited because, you know, he, he, longest time it was, you know, Kyle, the Greaves, obviously R.J. Anderson. We've heard rumors he might pull uh, the Pro 4 out for Cranon this year. But, uh, you know, there was those names. But uh, Andrew was kind of in the podium mix, but not in the winning mix. And I feel like he, he took that step forward now to put his name into uh, the equation where, hey, I'm here to compete for wins. And that has me excited. Another top-shelf team in, in Pro 4. No, exactly. And he's even crossing over. I mean, he's stepping out of his comfort zone as well and going into a UTV in the pro mod and him and his crew, you know, they built an amazing, amazing car. And with the car, they put down the fastest lap time at ERX in the pro mod on Saturday. So it's kind of cool to see something like that too, especially him crossing over, like you said, 
starting even in the snow, going to Pro 4, and now I'll do a Pro Mod. So it, it's cool to see all that together. Yeah, he's like a renaissance man. He'll, he'll race anything. I like it. Uh, so, yeah. you know, that being said, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, that happened this weekend. I, I'm probably going to talk uh, more on that with uh, Chris Leone and Power Rankings. But uh, you and I got to talk about the, this big 10,000-pound gorilla in the room. Maybe we'll get back to talking ERX. Maybe we won't. But – Ford, finally, T-Stone, we've been talking about this, uh, I don't know, this kind of pipe dream of this Bronco, and it was one of those like, all right, we'll believe it when we see it. Well, Ford finally announced the Bronco, showed the Bronco, and I will say I actually put down my deposit, and I have a Bronco ordered, but uh, T-Stone, I mean, this thing delivered on all fronts. I mean, this is what people wanted. This this was worth, I don't want to say worth waiting two decades for, because it should have been a whole lot sooner than that, but uh, T-Stone, I mean, this thing, for Bronco people, for off-road people, this thing finally delivered. This is what we've been wanting. No, um, and I did. At first, I thought you were going to talk about the 392 Hemi that they were going to drop in the rainbow concept, but I see that you're <laughs> actually talking about the Ford Bronco. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it was awesome. Uh, I was super excited to see it. Even seeing the four-door, I kind of was really, really excited. One of the models, because I was obviously looking about it and talking about it on the show, is I know they're only making a certain amount, but I really kind of like the first edition. Of course, it's the top line starting off at 60,000. I think they're making 3,500 of them. But of course, I want the first edition one. Super exciting to me. Yeah. Oh, and that's coming from a Wrangler owner. I, I was going to say that. That's, and, I, you know, it's funny because I can stay neutral on this. Obviously, I'm a Ford guy. I've been a Ford guy forever. But I, I appreciate Jeep. And I, I actually appreciate Jeep throwing a little shade at Ford by teasing the, you know, the big V8 and the in the Wrangler. Like, I can appreciate that. It's like we're not just going to let Ford have all the spotlight. We're going to throw a little shade that way. I, it's all in fun. Like, I, I can appreciate that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited. You know, and the first edition, that was – it's kind of kind of cool they did that. Um, you know, obviously only thirty five hundred people are going to get their hands on it. They're only doing it for the first year. Um, they'll honestly, I guarantee you that year two makes it into the lineup. They just won't call it a first edition, but they'll have like a platinum version or something. But um, yeah, I, I went with the Badlands on my order. Um, the I went with the Badlands uh, just because it's got all the off road tech and everything. And I, you know, I, to me, honestly, I'm getting a Bronco to wheel. I'm not getting it to be a trailer queen like most people, or not even a trailer queen, but just a grocery getter. Like if I'm getting a Bronco. That damn thing's going to hit the dirt. It's going to get scraped up. It's going to go. I wanted the Badlands. I wanted the off-road tech. I'm actually ordering it with the stick shift, too, because they've got that crawler gear in there. I'm going full-on wheel mm-hmm. mode in this thing. I didn't even want the automatic. I want a stick. No, that's awesome. See, I already have that. So that's why I was like, oh, I kind of like the first edition. It's a little bit of both. You know, it's kind of like a luxury-esque type of vehicle comparative because I still have cloth seats in the Wrangler, which is perfectly fine for me. So if it gets wet or anything, you know, even with JoJo, when she comes on road trips with me, I don't really have to worry about her scratching up the leather. You know, I mean, I took her on her first road trip when she was four months old, you know, so she was still a super little kitten. But that's why I was like, eh, I'll go with that. But I did see the Badlands to begin with as well. And I was really impressed with a lot of things. Some people are going to talk about it, you know, especially because it has the independent front um, suspension with the solid axle in the rear. So some people are going to say, oh, it's not a true off-road vehicle and all these other things. And, you know, only time will tell. Um, I'm assuming King of the Hammers this year is probably going to pull out some stuff. I'm assuming Brad Lovell because he is the Bronco guy. I mean, I even saw a post this morning how he was talking about, I think it was a 71 that his dad had. 
and now the 2021. So it's kind of cool to see it come full circle. And it's still the same type of yellow, I think. I don't know if it's specifically the same yellow, but it really looks cool. And I think for enthusiasts like Brad and his dad and other people and families like that, it's going to be really a full circle, feel good moment for everybody involved. And as much as I want to say not a great thing, but I think uh, Ford did an awesome job on the whole Bronco system. Awesome. Well, we're we're going to talk more about the Bronco. We'll get into uh, that little Jeep teaser in a little bit. We're we're gonna like oh, we're going full off onto this this in the next segment. So uh, we got a lot more to talk about. We're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back after this right here on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. 
Welcome back to the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All right, uh, rolling into things. We were just uh, getting kind of rolling, talking about the Bronco, obviously some of the packaging on it. I know T-Stone had mentioned uh, they're bringing back some of the throwback colors. And honestly, one thing I can appreciate about the Bronco, and we're going to bridge the gap into talking Jeep and kind of that teaser, because you're a Jeep girl. Um, we're going to talk about that teaser Jeep kind of throughout there, because I think it's kind of rad, and we're going to kind of see off-road wars, which I think is even better. But um, the packaging, like they've got the base model, all the way up into, uh, you know, like the luxury mall crawler type of thing. But, you know, they've got some off-road packaging. I, I kind of, you know, they mirrored a lot in a lot of regards some of the Jeep packaging with this with this Bronco Tiff. I mean, you know, the Badlands obviously is for the enthusiasts. It's kind of like a Jeep Rubicon. But they've got, you know, they've got, what is it, the Outer Banks is equivalent to like a Sahara that's more of a, um, you know, luxury type feel. They've got the wild, you know, what is it, the wild tracks, I think, that is like full on. Like, I don't know, but it, it seems like the packaging on this, I looked at it and I'm, like they they threw a little homage to Jeep. I feel like the packaging is very similar with the way they're approaching this thing. No, I, I think so as well. And I don't know if you saw, and I'm not sure if it's specifically a real meme or a different meme. And it's kind of a dig to Jeep owners, but they they said Bronco, just like a Jeep, but for men. And I and I really think it's just like a meme that's out there. Like obviously, I don't think Ford is using that as a tagline or if they are that's kind of funny i don't know but i think you know that's kind of where people are going to see because there's more females you know i.e myself in the jeep market as well and it's awesome to see women wheel and do all that you know one of the great ones out there you know holly fowler who she drives mischief maker and she's such a great inspiration and even people like sarah price out there doing different things you know i saw she was doing the stunts actually for the bronco commercials and different things like that so she got her hands on that well before anybody else and it's kind of cool to see where it's going to be but i think that it's going to be a market for everybody and the off-road suv market has starting to grow where there is no you know male female it's kind of bridged the gap and everybody and anybody who wants to go out and loves the outdoors are getting their hands on these types of vehicles yeah, no, I, I agree with you, you know, and I think, uh, you know, something like this, like you said, there's so many female in the off-road and Jeep community, and I feel like in the last couple of years, I mean, people like such yourself have really helped bridge that gap, and, and you know, I think UTVs have been a big part of it, too, getting women out wheeling and, and things like that, and I, I actually, you know... The Raptor's been a big, I, gosh, I know as many female Raptor owners as I do male, you know, and, and it's funny, you know, that there's memes going around like that, Um you know, because I, you know, obviously I don't think there's a lot of basis in it. I just, I think it's rad that that women have uh, really embraced the off-road community and, and come in and, you know, and, and like you said, you mentioned people like Sarah Price, Kristen Matlock, who's a good friend of ours. I mean, they've come in and in a lot of regards, they're actually better than the men sometimes in competition, you know? Uh, it's been been kind of rad. Jesse Coombs, I mean, we got to mention her. She's been phenomenal, uh, you know, ambassador, you know what I mean, for, for off-road for women too. Uh, you know, unfortunately we lost her last year, but um yeah i don't know you know tiff i think you know those memes actually i take them as a positive because i i I feel like it's like people actually acknowledging that women are a big part of off-road culture now no and i agree and like i even talked to uh bailey i like to just call her bailey sims um brandon sims girlfriend and she was like i'm so excited i want one you know and it's so cool to see that women are excited about these types of vehicles and they want to grab them. You know, granted, she's always out in the UTV with Brandon and everything, but it's cool to see that women are just as excited as men for something like this to come out. Yeah. 
No, I completely agree. When there there was a meme you shared, I actually shared it to my Facebook group that I thought was funny as hell. Um, it was uh, an FJ, a blue FJ Cruiser, and a blue Jeep Wrangler. Was it a Jeep Wrangler? And they gave birth to the blue Bronco. Um, yeah, like yes. something, something happens, and then like nine months later, this happens or something. I can't remember, but it was funny as hell. So, so it's a it's a blue with. Uh, so back in the day when Toyota had the FJ Cruiser, a limited edition ones were the ones with the white top. So it's a blue and white top FJ Cruiser on the left. It says, we can't tell anyone about last night. And then on the right is a blue with the white top, which is Chief, i.e. that's where Mischief Maker comes for Holly. And it says, I know it would haunt us forever. And then down below is a picture of the Ford Bronco with the white top that says dot, 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 nine months later. So it's just kind of saying people are thinking that they took the FJ Cruiser and the Wrangler, combined them, and that's what the Bronco is. <laughs> Good stuff. And I know one thing we haven't talked about, we're talking about, obviously, you know, all these Broncos. The one thing that I actually think is cool is they've got the two and the four-door kind of off-road capable Broncos. They actually launched, they're calling it the Bronco Sport, which comes first. It comes out before the two and four-door Bronco, but it's actually kind of like a Range Rover. And obviously Land Rover's got uh, – you know, they've got some crazy off-road tech, and it's like, Ford, not only are we going to go comp- into competition with Jeep, we're going to go competition with Land Rover, which is funny because Ford actually owned Land Rover at one point in time. But I, I find it funny. It's like, Ford, now we're, we're going to go after all the off-road market, not only Jeep, but we're going after Range Rover. Anybody that can compete with us, we're, we're throwing something down. We're throwing down the gauntlet. Uh, I'm looking at it and going, man, this thing, it's a legit Range Rover competitor in that sport, too. No, exactly. And the crazy thing is, is I'm looking at it right now. So obviously it's available late 2020 at the 21 model. They're only making 2000 of these. And you can get that cool cyber orange at no additional or, oh, sorry, lied. Extra cost was option. I was like, no additional. That's awesome. No, that's, that's crazy though. Just to think about what they're like. I don't know. It's cool to see car manufacturers have a little fun and have a little play with each other. Like we were talking about earlier, how, you know, Wrangler, or I'm sorry, Jeep dropped the little teaser of the 392 concept. And, you know, I've actually, you know, driven a modified 6.4, and uh, that was to Lightbright Studios, um, Kevin and Brittany Williams. And it's kind of cool. But now with Jeep, there are four different engine options that are available. You have a two-liter turbo. Then you're going to have a three-liter eco-diesel. Then you have a 3.6-liter V6, which I have. And now you're going to have a 392, you know, 6.4 that's pushing 485. And so it's like, what do you want your Jeep to be? Because to me now, thinking about it, why do I really need a 6.4 in my Jeep if I'm not really, you know, like I rock crawl? And I guess it'd be cool on the road as a good on-off-road, you know, just pull up to a stoplight and they don't think there's a Hemi inside, but... I don't know. It's so crazy to see all the different options now that are available for different displacements and stuff. I I think it's pretty cool, but it's all depending on what you want to do with your Jeep. Well, I think that's, that's what's actually rad. Like you, like you said, it's, Somebody wants to do light, you know, off-roading and maybe only throws it in full-wheel drive in the snow and, and they actually do use it to, uh, you know, d- you know, take the kids to sporting events or, or whatever and they don't, want, uh, they don't want a minivan or a sedan. They actually want something rad. Or you've got something, somebody like you, such as yourself that's full-on off-road. I'm going to take this thing on the gnarliest trails in North America. You know, it's like Jeep's got something, you know. And, and even, you know, looking at the price point on a Jeep, looking at the price point on a, on a Bronco, you know, these things start at like twenty nine grand, which is very affordable. 
horrible to get into off-road. And then, you know, these things, you know, they can run up you 60, 70 grand, depending on how you outfit them and things like that. But I think it, I love that Jeep and Ford both have that nice entry-level price point where it's not like a Raptor where if you don't have fifty five, sixty thousand $60,000, you can't touch it. Anybody can get into a Bronco. I, I don't want to say anybody, but anybody that's you know hasn't completely destroyed their credit score or something like that can get into a Bronco. You know, it's a, you know twenty nine grand. Most most banks will finance you and things like that. So I really appreciate the Jeep and Ford have kind of acknowledged that and kept units that are accessible to everybody financially. You know. No, exactly, and that's the that's the thing. It's kind of like at the end of the day, how much do you want to spend and what do you want to get out of your Jeep or Bronco now? You know, and it seems like that the Bronco is one of the only vehicles within the last, you know, I guess, 10 years, you want to say. And, you know, there's going to be people that want to fight me, but 10 years that have actually (laughs) given the Wrangler their run for their money, you know, because there's no other vehicle out there that was really uh, able to do that. And I guess you can say the FJ Cruiser, but they stopped selling that well over five plus years ago. So it's kind of you got to look at it and what, you know, what you want. And to me, I would love to try to test drive that new Bronco just to see it and and maybe take it a little off-road, obviously not rock crawl as bad as I have been, you know, but just really push it to the limit and see what you can do. And do you know how much it weighs compared to a a, a Wrangler? No, I haven't read that much into it. I, honestly, I got to think they're probably pretty damn close, Tiff. Um, you know, the two and the four-door models, I, I got to think they got to be pretty close. Yeah, and that's the thing. And then... How I, I want to put money down on it right now. I don't know if it will be this year, but definitely next year, how much you want to bet it will just be a sea of Broncos at SEMA. Uh, it's funny. I was actually already on some email chains. I guarantee you this year, this year will be a lot. It's not really in the wild yet. Um, so Ford will place some with you know some marquee builders, and, and obviously they'll have their booth. But uh, fast forward after this year, and yeah, 20, and I think this is going to be a smaller SEMA. 2021, the Broncos going to be all over SEMA, especially with them coming out in the spring. Like, yeah, you, you be prepared. It's coming. The Bronco apocalypse is coming come SEMA 2021. Guaranteed that for sure. But, you know. And then, and then SEMA 2022 will be Bronco overlanding. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Just be like Wrangler all over again about four or five years ago. Yeah. Well, and what's funny is, is I know we only got about a minute left, so I got to keep it tight here. But, uh, uh, you know, I think Jeep, really, they're sitting back. And obviously, you know, we, we, you know, we, we, we talked about Jeep kind of throwing that, that announcement teaser out there. Jeep really, I guarantee you, is welcoming the Bronco. They want competition. It's just been them forever. Like this just, you know, Jeep owners and Jeep as a company, this makes them elevate their game and, you know what I mean, and, and it's it allows them some competition. Like I think this is healthy. I mean, this is going to be good for everybody, and I think, uh, you know, Jeep probably deep down is applauding this by Ford going, all right, we got, we got some competition. Let's have some fun here. No, and, and I agree, and so it's at the end of the day, the question is, are you Team Bronco? Or are you Team Wrangler? And we'll be back with more after this on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. 
I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down and dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris. Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my good friend, uh, I guess fellow uh, factory Polaris racing driver, Robert Loire, to the show, coming off a big, big weekend there at ERX Motor Park. I guess that would uh, kind of be considered your hometown race, right, Robert? Yeah, it's just uh, about 45 minutes away, so I guess you could say uh, right down the road. Yeah, well, you know, we, we'll talk about your win in a minute, but I kind of want to go back because I, I was fortunate up until this year, and I know I'll be at Cran and doing some announcing for him, but uh, up until this year, like I – I, you know, I've kind of followed along your journey in the Midwest Short Course Series, and I feel like two years ago, I remember uh, 
you know, you kind of showed up with an RS1. You were one of the first guys to really show up with an RS1. Everybody kind of saw it and were like, man, that's different. You know what I mean? And and then, you know, obviously you had some teething issues last year. I feel like you kind of hit your stride a little bit. And this year, man, coming out swinging, like you you like you just made a statement. Hey, I'm the guy to beat. I feel like we've seen this entire like arc with your, uh, you know, with, with, at least with the RS1 program, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, like you said, first year we had some uh, some issues trying to find the right setup, and we kind of just threw a bunch of stuff based on what everybody said. And then uh, last year we started halfway through the season. I think we started really get some momentum. And then over the winter, I'm just like, you know what? We got to just take what we learned the last two years and start start fresh. And don't go completely back to the drawing board, but take what we learned the past two years and uh, make a new vehicle and a new platform. And as you can see, it, it, it showed this first round here. Yeah. Well, and I know, uh, man, it was, I, I, this was such a big race for so many reasons, obviously the kickoff to kind of not only the Midwest short course season, but short course as a whole in the U S uh, you know, I think the eyes were on ERX, obviously champ off road. It was their first official race as, uh, you know, kind of the new Midwest sanctioning body there. I mean, uh, by and large, I mean, it looked like great fan attendance. I mean, great racer attendance. I mean, this was, uh, I feel like this race was, was stepped up a few notches from last year, especially kind of in the notoriety, just everything going on in the world. I mean, what was kind of the vibe there at the ground floor at ERX? Yeah, for sure. I think everybody was, uh, had, uh, high expectations for ERX and especially champ off road, uh, being the new sanctioning body this year with, uh, the Midwest short course and, uh, champ really stepped it up, uh, just with, with everything, the, the marketing, um, live stream, the videos. I mean, it, it was just unbelievable. Uh, all of the, uh, the events and stuff that they had coming up to the race and also the, uh, the whole event that they put on there at ERX. Yeah. Well, I want to talk a little bit about your car because you showed up and, and you know, we, sometimes we talk tires on the show. Other times we don't. This one, we're safe, though, because General Tire has got a family of brands that includes Continental Tire, Hoosier Tire. It's all the same family, all the same company. So we're allowed to talk about what you showed up to ERX with. And I got to tell you, I'm watching the live stream and all of a sudden you pull up onto the stream and it was like shocking. Like your car looked completely different than everybody else. And I go to your Instagram and immediately see these pictures of this radical new Hoosier. It looked like a desert tire. You're telling me it's a desert tire you're kind of adopted to short course. But you were saying that people there look like you're ready to go ultra four racing. But, dude, you got to tell me about this new tire and kind of the look and the stance of the car because your RS1 looked mean, man. Yeah, I think quite a few people kind of chuckled when we showed up. You're like, what, what the heck is he doing? Like that, that tire is just way too big. And uh, we had our, our doubts and we were a bit skeptical going in, uh, but just with the limited time with everything going on in the world and uh, the new rules adopted around tires, uh, Hoosier had to pull a hat out of their bag there at the last minute and it ended up just working awesome. Like we were all kind of in shock. We, we knew we did all our homework, we did all our testing, but after uh the first qualifying event on Friday and uh, we took fast time and uh, two other drivers that were running the tires also took second, third. It was kind of like, wow, this, this is real. Like we, we actually are going to be competitive with this. So it was really cool. And just all the changes that we made with the car, um, lowering the CG. I mean, that was, 
that was like number one priority is uh, lower the CG as much as we can. And I mean, everything just seemed to work well together. Uh, we did do a lot of testing up front, but we didn't have to go back to the drawing board. We just had to make little tweaks here and there. And just the whole package just seemed to work awesome together. Yeah, well, and, and you know, honestly, there's a lot of unknowns coming into the opening round. Obviously, we, we know you are going to be strong. Obviously, you know, there's the guys at Bikeman that are always strong. Obviously, you can't, you know, you, you got to mention the Greaves. And, and obviously, there, there there's a bunch of other racers that we all know are going to be fast and kind of in the mix. But, you know, kind of coming into the new season, you really don't know what anybody else is bringing to the table. You kind of got an idea who might be quick, but you really don't know. I mean, uh, you know, was there a little bit of nerves in regards to that? Obviously, leaving ERX, I mean, you got to be one of the guys with a target on your back with a 2-1 officially, you know, after it's all said and done, man. I mean, you guys got to be stoked on uh, on the way things shook out. Yeah, I'll be honest. We we came into the season pretty nervous. I mean, I I was confident. I, I know I'm, I'm doing good. I, I left the season last year um, really good, really confident. We got the car working good. But, I mean, this is – even though we're, it's still an RS1, it, uh, we still didn't do anything radical, but we did quite a few changes that was it, – it's kind of a new car. And then we got – we throw these new tires into the mix and 30-inch tires at that and – there was a lot of upcoming guys coming in and it was, it was a huge unknown. I mean, at one end I was like, ah, oh, we got this. And then at the other end, uh, my buddies and um, work people were like, yeah, go out there and win and good luck. Like you're going to take the win. I'm like, Ugh, I hope so. <laughs> like I'll be happy to be in the top five. And like my main goal is be on the podium. And I mean, I, I never expected to be up front. Like I, I think at the end of the day, after day one, we got the confidence and I talked with the team and it was like, we really have a shot at winning this because our stuff was not perfect day one. And I'm like, we, we actually have a shot at this. If we can make the tweaks and make this car perfect, I think we actually have a shot. So I went into the main believing, especially starting on pole, that we got this. Um, it definitely was not easy as, uh, as you could see on the, on the live stream or the recap video, um, Jeremy Hull was coming in strong. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. And and I think that's kind of the thing. I mean, there's definitely no easy wins in any of the UTV divisions in the Midwest. I mean, you want to talk about stack fields and, uh, you know, every single one top to bottom is kind of a stacked field. But I, I kind of want to shift gears and talk a little bit about you because what a lot of people don't realize, obviously you run a razor in off-road, but your day job is actually working for Polaris. And I know I've, you know, I've had uh, some guests and some friends in the past that, uh, you know, work have worked for Polaris and also race on the weekends. And, you know, how, how does that work for you? Because obviously, you know, you're ground floor, you're an enthusiast first and foremost, you know, and you work for Polaris and it, it allows you to kind of parlay what you learn on the weekends into the product and and uh, you know the company i guess on monday right yeah for sure uh it's definitely fun to uh yeah work all day and uh pretty much transition my uh work to to hobby um out in the garage afterwards and then go back into it the next day i mean there's constant learnings uh from each end of it and then also um I got into uh, trail riding quite a bit uh, last year. So now me and my wife uh, 
get a vehicle out uh, from work and, and go do some trail riding to, too, to also just get in that mix, too. I mean, it, it's it's cool. It kind of helps out everything. It, it helps me understand the, the customer aspect of it, and it also helps me be a better racer, I believe, too, because it's just it's more seat time and it's driving different vehicles and just being behind the wheel. And I mean, I, I hadn't driven a, a turbo vehicle, uh, I don't think, ever at end of last year we took out a new pro xp and i was just like holy crap these things are just like <laughs> stupid fast and i took my buddy uh in a ride in the passenger seat and he's like this thing's insane like it's bone i'm like yeah this thing is bone stock just base model walker evans shocks and we were ripping through the trails and he was just like this thing is unreal this thing handles better than my full-blown short horse car and i'm like yeah dude it, it's it's crazy how how good everything is getting, like how much the, the vehicles and the just everything is progressing. Yeah, well, and I think it's funny you say that, too, because I was the same way. Like, you know, we've got our desert cars, and, I mean, we've got six figures wrapped into, up in our desert razor builds, you know, and, and all of a sudden the Turbo S came out. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, here's this car from the factory with long travel and everything else. And, you know, we're like, oh, yeah, whatever. We go and drive it. And I was like... Why, why do I have this desert car that we've got six figures in? Why is that parked in the garage? Because this thing right here is just as fast as my race car. You know, and I think and I think that's one of the cool things, though, is, is us as racers, we can appreciate, you know, what Polaris has done and continue to engineer and elevate the game. And, um, you know, and really, you know, development we've done on the racing side goes, you know, directly back into uh, the machines that, that hit the dealership floors across the country. Yeah, for sure. It's like you said, with the Turbo S, I mean, that thing's insane. And then now the Pro XP, and then, yeah, you know it's just going to keep getting better and better and better. Yeah. Well, talking about better and better and better, we got to go back. We got to talk about the Midwest because uh, obviously ERX, it's in the it's in the books now. Um, you know, we got uh, a new race at Lena. Um, I don't know if you've driven that track. I think uh, you know it's going to be kind of an equalizer this year because a lot it, it'll be new for a lot of people. And then we're going to uh, Bark River, which is notoriously really tough on uh, belt driven cars just because of the long long stretches there. It's not like Cranon where you shorten things up. And then obviously we we cap it off with a couple of Cranons, man. I mean you you're in the catbird seat now you got the target on your back how are we approaching these uh, next four rounds yeah it's gonna it's gonna be different uh normally i, I go into the uh the time qualifier behind uh the cj or, or somebody else that's really fast so i, I kind of like latch on to him okay i'm gonna try to uh latch on to cj and push myself to catch him like sometimes it's it's try to keep up with them but my main goal at ERX was to catch him, and that's why we were able to pull off fast time. But it's going to be different this round because I'm going to be going out first in time qualifying. So <laughs> my wife is like, you're going to have to learn how to go fast by yourself now. <laughs> you don't have somebody to just latch on to. So it's definitely going to be different. We're going to have to figure out our lines uh, before we go out there, and it's going to be a, a different uh, plan for sure. Yeah, you gotta love the spouses, right? Because they're the ones that'll be one hundred percent brutally honest with you, right? 
Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously you got the short course program going on. I know you said you're doing some trail riding. I mean, uh, you know, you got your eyes on anything out here on the West coast, obviously, uh, you know, we, you know, obviously there's King of the Hammers, there's desert program. We got a lot of works racing going on. Obviously there's, uh, you know, the Lucas oil off-road series. I mean, you know, obviously, you, you know, you've got your roots there in the Midwest, but has there been anything you know, kind of an itch that you're seeing happen out here out West that you go, you know, I might want to try that at some point. Honestly, I've been joking around uh, with my wife, but maybe not actually joking, is I I really, really would love to do King of Hammers next year. Um, The problem is, is uh, it took long enough for me to build my short horse car, and it looks like King of Hammers is uh, like 10 times as hard on your car. So uh, if that's real, we're going to have to start uh, building the machine here shortly to be ready in time for King of Hammers. But ultimately that that's one of my goals right now like that race is just like two years ago i started watching it and i'm like oh yeah that's cool and now every year and then like last year it's it's gotten so big and that's kind of like the the proving ground that seems like um it's kind of like the best of the best go there and that's kind of like they prove that their car their machine their driving style their team can do everything so to me it's kind of like the benchmark and i would love to go do that so We'll see what happens here uh, throughout this season, and uh, hopefully we can make it happen. Yeah, well, here we go. We'll, we'll put you on the spot. I mean, uh, why don't you do something different? You you got an RS1 you run in short course. You feel like you're up to the task of going single-seater at King of the Hammers? That would be sweet. I mean, we got the tire already to go. We just <laughs> we can just show up probably. Yeah, true story <laughs> there. You got the tires. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we are up against the tie break, Robert, but I appreciate you taking the time to call into the show, buddy. Uh, you know, congrats on the big weekend there at ERX. And, uh, you know, we're looking uh, looking forward to seeing uh, you down the stretch here in the, uh, you know, in uh, the new championship off-road series. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. We'll be back with more after this right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give 
Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Welcome back here to the General Tired on a Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Thanks to everybody who uh, tuned in our Power Hour here on Sirius XM Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio. Uh, if you are tuned in there, yeah, sorry to say, we are going to say goodbye, but uh, you can catch the rest of the show on Sports Byline, downandirtyshow.com, Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, American Forces Network, and everywhere else you listen to your favorite audio hosts. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't know, we've crammed a whole lot into hour number one, talking Bronco. ERX, Tiffany Stone, we had Robert Loir talking Razors, short course, and you know what? We're going to try and cram even more into hour number two right here on the show. Uh, we got, uh, what, massive, massive news coming out of the Tony Stewart camp. They're starting their new, they're, they're starting their own all-star racing series. Uh, we're going to jump into talking about that. We've got, obviously, ERX Motor Park and power rankings to talk about uh we got a crazy weekend of motorsports i saw nascar indycar nhra formula one and off-road all in action and uh man it's uh, it's gonna be a lot to dissect in our power ranking segment not only that but we have the alcabasi sisters on the show uh two phenomenal female talents from the uae uh they're doing some amazing things behind the wheel of race cars uh just part uh, took part in a brand new documentary about the quest to have a uh, female race in Formula One. So uh, we're going to dive into things, talk with them, and uh, see what kind of fun they have in the UAE. Uh, I'm hearing uh, something about uh, a whole lot of jet skis going on. So it's going to be fun catching up with them. So if you got any questions for any of our guests or me, hit me up at JimBeaver15 on social media. We'd love from here to hear from you. Love to get your questions in the show. So hit me up, and uh, we'll get those things asked. And uh, you know that, we're going to take a short break. We'll come back. It's hour number two right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Police. Laris Razor. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.